You are listening to the Weight Loss and Wellness for Real podcast with Heather Heinen, licensed professional therapist, mental health. Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, the podcast where people like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the physical and mental weight so you can feel better and live the life you want in the body and mind you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating, overeating, binging behaviors, and move to a place of freedom with food and your body, you're in the right place. Hello, everybody. Hope you are all doing well. We're going to talk today about different diets and ways of eating and what is the best diet for your goals. This topic came from a listener who messaged me and asked me the question, what is the best diet to use to lose weight? So if you're like most people who are trying to lose weight or lean out or get your health back or, I don't know, optimize physical performance through your nutrition, you are probably currently or at least have been in the past a bit confused about which diet is best for you. What way of eating will get you the results you're desiring? I mean, there are so many options out there and there are so many people saying that this is the right way and that's the wrong way. So it is, it's really confusing. Um, A lot of the experts out there who we think are experts in nutrition may be really just focused on what they learned in school, which may be a lot of the food pyramid stuff. Um, there's really a lot more nuance to nutrition and a lot more individuality that that I really believe needs to be taken into account before deciding on what way of eating is going to work for you. We also just you know get that bombardment through social media, through the regular media, through the news. I mean, everybody's talking about nutrition these days. And and so that makes it, I think, even more confusing because we're just hearing about it all the time, all these different ideas. So it's just really a lot and can be overwhelming. And I find it actually leads to paralysis in my clients. They get information overload, feel overwhelmed, and can't figure out which way they should choose to eat to get the, to their goals. So they, you know, they end up just saying, screw it. And then they don't make any changes and then nothing happens. And decision fatigue, that's a real thing. Too many choices equals paralysis. When we have too many choices, we don't make a choice. There's a study I love to talk to clients about. It's called the jelly or the jam study. I don't remember the name, but I, I promise I have the concept down. Even if details are not correct, you can, you can Google it. You'll find it. But the researchers set it up like this. In a grocery store, they set up a sample table of different jams. At first, they put out um, five to six jars of the jams for shoppers to choose from and taste and then hopefully purchase something after the tasting. In the second part of the study, the shoppers had, I think it was around 20, maybe it was more like 15, but a bunch more flavors that they could choose from. And what they found is that when the shoppers were presented with fewer choices, so the table with a smaller amount of jams, there were more purchases made. And so this is why if you're in the business of selling a product, marketers know to keep the choices small, just a few, like do not put too many things out there because humans are overwhelmed and won't buy anything. So 
We just don't have the energy to make too many decisions. And this is why my clients, myself in the past as well, give up on choosing a diet and just continue on in the, reg- in the regular eating patterns, which again, leads to no changes at all. By the way, this uh, decision fatigue syndrome thing is also really important to understand if you're trying to lose weight. And this is also why I have all my clients write a quick, easy plan for food for the day. I I don't want them trying, and actually I do this too. I don't want to try to make food decisions all day long. It's really exhausting and it leads people to say, screw it and just start eating everything and anything. So making this a decision, if you're trying to lose weight, if you have issues with overeating, emotional eating, binge eating, etc., making a decision before the day begins is a much better way to approach weight loss. You end up with no decision fatigue, which is usually what re- it does result in overeating. Okay, back to diet world and how you make a decision about how to eat. So here are some concepts to keep in mind and I'll break them down into a little more detail as we're going along here. So first, it's important to understand that most diets can work for most people for a certain amount of time. So most people can choose a diet, follow it and lose weight. Um, and feel really, really good. So whether someone chooses vegetarian diet or carnivore diet, um, usually right away, if, if they're following it, they will drop weight and they will feel really good. And this will last for a period of time. And then at a certain point in time, the diet usually stops working. Now, not always. Um, For some people, they can just pick a way of eating and this works for them and they can go and go and go with it for the rest of their lives. And, And that's awesome and super happy for them. But most of the time, most of us, we can choose a diet. It works really, really well and then it starts to not work. Um, And usually what I see is you might get bored, you don't feel good anymore, energy levels drop, you feel too restricted and rebel, and this is um, really typical behavior. I see it over and over and over again. Um, and, And so basically, when you rebel, it's, you know, all the eating takes place, like all the overeating, all, all those things. And so it really, the diet becomes unsustainable. I always think of um, that show. Remember that show where they had all those really overweight people and then they would personal train them almost to death. Like they were working out, I don't know, 12 hours a day straight and barely eating anything. Remember, what was that called? can't remember. But anyway, and then the winner was the one who had lost the most weight at the end of it. Um, and, you know, since then, you guys have probably seen this, but the follow up to all that over the years, I, I mean, it's it's like 99% of the contestants have gained back their weight plus some. So it's just one of those things when we get, when, when we put ourselves on a way, specific way of eating and it feels restrictive in any way for many of us who have issues around food, um, and I'll just say relationship issues around food, uh, we are going to find that these diets work at first and then they're incredibly unsustainable. Sustainable, So the diet really stops working for weight loss. Okay, that was first concept. Most people 
can choose any diet and it'll work for a period of time. Second concept to understand, there are people who do need to use specific diets or ways of eating for their health, not just for weight loss here, um, not just to gain energy, but these, these people, maybe you have a real allergy to a food or an intolerance to a food. Um, typically foods that some people can't really process very well are things like dairy or eggs, um, gluten, nuts, legumes, nightshades. There are some others, oh, um, like grains. Uh, and so if you're one of these um, people, you know, it may be important to uh, really look at trying out an elimination diet to see if you can get yourself feeling better and dropping some weight. And so this is where, you know, a specific diet might come into play. There's also a lot of research right now that if you are diabetic, pre-diabetic, obese, um, and other things too, like some autoimmune issues like PCOS, um, anything that's inflammatory within the body, that really a low-carb diet and um, even keto, which is extremely low-carb, can be really beneficial for people with these types of things and to, uh, especially if you have a lot of weight to lose, you know, those sorts of things. And so, you know, the low carb, the keto, the carnivore, there is some really good stuff coming out that, that this works. And, you know, if you can, if these, well, what I see is if you can work with someone who can help keep you accountable and coach you through it, because it is, they can be very restrictive feeling diets, but if you have someone kind of working you through it and, um, you know, coaching you along and keeping you accountable and doing some of the thought work along the way, working with the feelings that come up when you're feeling restricted, these diets are things that can be followed and may, it's something a person may really want to consider because it makes them feel so much better. Okay, so third concept. If you deal with any mental emotional issues like depressive symptoms, anxious symptoms, moodiness, certain diets and foods are going to affect these issues, the moods, your energy levels. Um, food absolutely affects our mental and emotional states. So understanding this and you know, doing some research on what foods exasperate these issues and these symptoms and trying to eliminate these foods for a time being to at least see if your symptoms improve is is pretty necessary. It's it's something that might need to be done to help alleviate the depression or the anxiety. Um, and again, here working with a health coach or someone who can help move you through this process might be really worth it if you're not really feeling motivated with it, but know you need to do it. Um, and also to help you not have to make all the decisions. Like we talked about that decision fatigue. Sometimes having someone in your corner helping you make those decisions um, will keep you from giving up and help you keep going. Okay, so overall, there are some people who for their physical health or emotional and mental health may truly need to adopt a very specific diet for a time being to gain their health back. It's important to understand some of the science behind specific diets for specific conditions. Um, and so really doing your research and, and getting into that can be really helpful to help you and cho to choose what diet might work best for you. Or again, working with a health coach to do something like that. Um, okay, 
There are things that I personally do with my weight loss clients where we're really working on that. And I do sometimes utilize things like keto or low carb, carnivore, paleo, all whole foods, carb cycling, or we may work on elimination diets like eliminating specific foods that may be triggering health issues. And then we may really have to go to work on, well, not may, we do. We really have to go to work on the thought work around it because the restriction they feel often leads to non-compliance. So helping them to find ways to stop feeling restricted through thought work, as well as teaching them how to use substitutes uh, for foods. So a lot of times when I get clients going on a little bit more of these real dead set diets, um, they tend to really miss foods that they enjoy or love. And so teaching them how to make substitutes or find substitutes for these foods can be helpful too, to help them keep from feeling restricted, which also helps them stay on track. And for most people who work thought work into their specific diet plans, they find the eventually, they eventually don't feel they're restricted or missing out in any way as time goes on. And the specific diet or way of eating kind of becomes no big deal and is something they can easily stick with for life. So let's revisit the first concept now because, you know, we kind of talked that second and third concept was, you know, really for people who are needing, um, not, I shouldn't even say needing, but, you know, can use a specific diet to really help alleviate their physical, mental, emotional symptoms. But let's go back to the first concept um, where we talked about most diets work for most people for a period of time. So if you have no health issues and just simply want to lose weight, uh, then understanding, well, I'll say this too. And if you deal with an unhealthy food relationship, so you're a big emotional eater, you overeat a lot, you are thinking about food all the time, food is kind of your one thing that you look forward to, or you're a binge eater, some sort of disordered eating pattern, um, then understanding that choosing a specific diet, it, it can really, really backfire. And so here's what I see happen, and this has happened with me, um, you want to lose weight quickly, like like now, like you just want it off. And so you choose a specific diet, which is restrictive in some way. You follow the diet. You lose five to 10 pounds in the first week or first two weeks. You feel amazing. You have tons of energy. You're doing it. You say to yourself, I can do this forever. Week three or four comes along and weight loss slows down. Week five and six, there is no more weight loss and now you are starving all the time and you are low energy and you are agitated all the time and you can't willpower it anymore. And so you break and you eat off your diet and you overeat and then you start eating all the things and then you start thinking things like, this seriously sucks. I can't eat with the people I love. Um, I can't go out. I can't have my favorite foods. I can't partake in celebrations. And if I do, I feel really freaking guilty for going off my plan. And I'm really miserable. And really, this is no way to live. So I'm going to say screw it. And you give up and it's over. And you gain the weight back quickly 
plus even more. So you're right back to where you were and actually not true. You weigh more now and feel ashamed and terrible about yourself. And I get it. I've been there too. So this is where understanding that if you have participated in different diets and seen this cycle happen, you've really set yourself up for what's called diet mentality. It means you now have a belief system in place that automatically runs. And from this, the brain populates thoughts like, I can't lose weight unless I follow a specific diet because that's the only way I've lost in the past. Here's the problem with you don't check in and work on that thought. The truth is the diet did not work or you wouldn't be back to where you are now with the weight back on or plus some. So again, when you tell yourself, I can't, this diet mentality, I can't lose weight unless I follow a specific diet because that's the way I lost in the past. It's not a true thought because you are now back to where you were. So it didn't work. If it had worked, you would still have the weight off. So really talking to yourself about that and being truthful and and telling the correct story is important. Um, You really need that understanding in order to begin to kind of wiggle away from those diet mentality thoughts. And you really need to do that in order to lose weight for good. So if you've struggled with restrictive diets and then the falling off the wagon and regaining or gaining it all back plus some, if you binge eat, overeat, or use food for emotional purposes, or if you simply want to to lose weight and want to keep it off for life, you need to find a way to eat that fits your lifestyle. And that is just the bottom line. You want to feel excited about it. You want to feel like you don't have to be restricted or deprived and that you feel you can do it forever. You really need to throw away that you need a specific diet to do this because you don't. So for all of us, it's time to really throw away the thought that you need a specific diet to do this. I mean, literally, like just throw that one away. You... If you think that thought and then you keep choosing a specific diet and then stopping it, you will continue to accumulate weight over and over. And over time, this adds up. And here's the beauty in this. You really can eat what you want. Um, You can lose weight eating what you want. And you can find food freedom without restriction and feeling deprived. You can stop obsessing about food, thinking about it all the time, and feeling ashamed when you don't do what I know I should be doing. Like, how many times do we tell ourselves, you know, I know what I need to do. I just can't make myself do it. And you do this by starting with your thoughts. Yep, we're back to thought work. So here's your homework for the week. Try this out. Write out a diet mentality thought you hold. So I'm going to give you an example just to kind of get you started. But yours may be different. But here's one or a few diet mentality thoughts. If I want to lose weight, I need to restrict this, this, and this. This is going to be hard. Okay, so now from that sentence, when you say that to yourself, I want you to write out the feeling that goes along with it. So the thought, if I want to lose weight, I need to restrict this, this, and this. It's going to be hard. The feeling that may go along with that is restricted, sad, frustrated, left out. And from that feeling, 
or feelings of restricted, sad, frustrated, left out, the behavior that might occur is something like trying to find relief through more food, so eating more, or it could even be something like as big as like checking out of relationships because you're just down, you don't want to engage. Um, you may check out of other aspects of life just because you have zero energy to deal with anything else. So that's one of the behaviors. Okay, so now I want you to try out another thought that's a little different and then write it out. So here's an example. So we're trying to wiggle out of that diet mentality thought. So here's the new thought that helps us wiggle away a little bit from that. So here's the thought. I want to lose weight and I need to restrict this, this, and this. This is going to be hard. Is just some old sentences my brain is throwing up right now. It's a pattern. I'm willing to try to lose weight in a different way that is less restrictive and keeps me where I want to be for life. So from that thought, there's some new feelings we generate. More like willing, more like open, maybe encouraged. And when you feel that way, here's some possible behaviors. Since you're feeling more willing and encouraged, you may work more on thought work. You feel less restriction, so you don't feel you're missing out, and you stop eating the thing sooner than you normally would. Or you may even decide not to have it and have it tomorrow instead. If you want, over time, you eat less and you stop overeating as often as maybe you typically do now and you end up weighing less. So take your new thoughts and write it over and over three times every morning. If you want to make weight loss happen faster, this practice really can do it. I hope you are finding something useful from these episodes and this podcast. And if so, please share it with someone else in your life you feel it could benefit. This podcast is also now monetized. So if you really feel you are getting a lot from it and want to help keep it going, please go to the episode show notes. You can just scroll down from wherever you're listening. You'll see a description of the episode and then you will see it says support this podcast and then there's a link you can click on. You can click on that link and that's where you can support the podcast. Even the smallest donation, like 99 cents, helps to keep me producing the podcast. And to those of you who have donated, I really, really appreciate the support. I really do appreciate all of you listening and sharing the space with me. Again, just very thankful for all of you. Now, remember, those of us who need to use a specific diet for health purposes can also do this. Even though we may need a specific type of diet for our health, we don't need to feel restricted as we can change our thoughts to change those feelings about it. So instead of telling ourselves things like, this isn't fair, everyone else can eat whatever they want, I'm so restricted and feel so deprived, we can say to ourselves, I choose to eat this way because it gives me energy. It gets me to the weight I want to be and it makes me feel amazing. Do you see the different energy behind those thoughts? Can you just for a minute think, you know, if, if you're thinking one way, the feelings that are gonna come up and the behaviors that are gonna come up versus the other way, the feelings that'll come up and therefore the behaviors from them. So let me say them again. Here's the first sentence. This is not fair. Everyone else can eat whatever they want. I am so restricted and feel so deprived. 
Or we can say, I choose to eat this way because it gives me energy, it gets me to the weight I want to be at, and it makes me feel amazing. Totally different energy behind both of those sentences. And really, the second one is what gives us willingness and momentum. So try writing that out three times every morning and see how much it can change your compliance behavior to sticking with your particular way of eating that you are doing for your health. So I hope you found some useful thoughts to try on this week as well and maybe a bit more clarity on diets and ways of eating and when what one should be tried out. Um, I typically go through getting to understand my clients' lifestyles, health conditions, past dieting behaviors, specific goals before we try a specific diet or way of eating. Um, And if I have clients who do not have physical issues where they need to hop on a real specific diet right away, and they do have relationship issues with food, so like the overeating, binging, disordered eating of any kind, I definitely recommend that they do not choose a specific diet in any way, shape, or form. And we go to work more on allowing more foods and teaching them how to have a very healthy relationship uh, with eating. Okay, so... I don't think I have anything else. Just hope you will try some of the homework I mentioned. I appreciate you sharing this space with me and for listening. And remember to thank your own self for being willing to consider making some small changes in your life. It's the small changes, you know, that get us way closer to our goals and dreams. They're important, those everyday little things. You can also head over to my social media for more resources. You can find me on Instagram at Heather, oh, sorry, Instagram at Heinen Counseling and Coaching. Um, name Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. Once you're there, feel free to DM me or comment on a post with any questions you may have about all things weight loss, wellness, optimizing health, nutrition, thought work, etc. Um, I'm going to uh, continue to include questions within my episodes. I kind of like that. It's fun. It makes me feel like I'm talking to you directly. Okay. I also have a recipes only page on Instagram called peak protein recipes and peak is spelled P-E-A-K, peak protein recipes. Some of you know, I'm a huge proponent of protein for weight loss and health. And I've lived by this rule for me and my clients for almost 15 years now. And so I set up this separate Instagram page Uh, to be used by anyone just looking for quick and easy high protein recipes and you don't want to have to search around you can just go there and there's a bunch there so every recipe including many desserts are all high protein and healthier versions than the regular ones hope you find it useful as you work up your protein intake and get you on your way to a healthier you And if you keep listening right now, you're going to get some more information on how my clients take a deeper dive on these topics with me through online programs and coaching. It's where you get the actual structured lessons, worksheets, journal prompts, support and coaching behind all the uh, content that I'm putting out there to help you lose your weight for good, improve your health, and live the life you've been dreaming about in the body you've been dreaming about. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. 
and get in touch with questions on all things I offer, like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services. Thank you.